0: Good morning and welcome to Overeaters Anonymous, a vision for you, Big Book study. My name is Russ M. I'm a trouble compulsive overeater. Today is Tuesday, September twenty-first, twenty twenty-one. Today we're reading from the Big Book on page eighty-five, the first paragraph. It is easy to let up on this, this spiritual program of action for one paragraph. So today's readers are the Twelve Steps are Larry K. The Twelve Traditions Laurel B. Reader of the text is Dara L. Page 164 is Lauren N. Newcomer reader is Tanya G. And second hour host is Penny C. The reference numbers for yesterday, Monday, uh, September 20th, 2021, 7 a.m. Eastern Standard Time meeting is 17,770, 17770. The 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time is seven. 17,772, 17,772, OA preamble, Overeaters Anonymous is a fellowship of individuals who through shared experience, strength, and hope are recovering from compulsive overeating. We welcome everyone who wants to stop eating compulsively. There are no f- dues or fees from members We are self-supported through our own contributions, neither soliciting nor accepting outside donations. OA is not affiliated with any public or private organization, political movement, ideology, or religious doctrine. We take no position on outside issues. Our primary purpose is to abstain from compulsive eating and compulsive food behaviors and to carry the message of recovery through the 12 steps of OA to those who still suffer. OA's fifth tradition states, each group has but one primary purpose: to it carry its message to the compulsive overeater who still suffers. At a vision for you, big book study. Our message is that people who suffer from compulsive overeating can recover through abstinence and the practice of the 12 steps and 12 traditions of overeaters anonymous. I now ask, I've now asked um, Mary Kay to read the 12 steps.
1: Hey, Russ. Um, hey, can you please time me? Let's see if I can get through these in three minutes, right? Okay, here's the 12 steps. Um, we admitted we were powerless over alcohol, that our lives had become unmanageable, came to believe that a power greater than ourselves could restore us to sanity, made a decision to turn our will and our lives over to the care of God as we understood him, Four, made a searching and fearless moral inventory of ourselves, Ten, continued to take personal inventory, and when we were wrong, promptly admitted it. And eleven, sought through prayer and meditation to improve our conscious contact with God as we understood him, praying only for knowledge of his will for us and the power to carry that out. And twelve, having had a spiritual awakening as the result of the steps, we tried to carry this message to alcoholics and to practice these principles in all our affairs.
0: Thanks, Larry. Next up is Laurel B. with the 12 Traditions.
2: Good morning Russ, this is Laurel B. A composed, recovered Compulsive eater with the 12 Traditions. One, our common fe- welfare should come first. Personal recovery depends upon OA unity. Two, for our group purpose, there is but one ultimate authority. A loving God as he may express himself in our group conscience. Our leaders are but trusted servants. They do not govern. to place principles before personalities. Thank you for letting me do service.
0: Thank you. How our meeting works. Our meeting focuses on the directions for recovery described in a big book of Alcoholics Anonymous. You read a paragraph or two from the literature, then stop and share what was read. Anyone can share, but we ask that you keep your share in the topic and literature we are discussing. And that. You keep your share to approximately three minutes. Singleness of purpose reminds us to identify as compulsive overeaters eaters on. Our abstinent requirement for moderators is one year and for readers is six months. There is no abstinence requirement for sharing on topic. This meeting does request that your sharing be directly linked to what was read. We are sharing what the direction in the big book mean to us. To share, press star one to unmute. Once you're done sharing, let us know by saying pass. Then press star one to mute your phone. In order to have a quiet meeting, everyone's phone except the speaker should be muted. So today we resume our study for the big book and into action page 85. um, Oh, the first paragraph, I'm sorry, middle middle page. And it starts with, it is easy to let up on a spiritual program of action. We're just going to read that one paragraph. So I, I ask Dara
3: L. to start us off. Yeah, good morning. Thanks. Um, I'm Dara L. I'm a recovered compulsive overeater in Philadelphia. It is easy to let up on the spiritual program of action and rest on our laurels. We are headed for trouble if we do, for alcohol is a subtle foe. We are not cured of alcoholism. What we really have is a daily reprieve contingent on the maintenance of our spiritual condition. Every day is a day when we must carry the vision of God's will into all of our activities. How can I best serve thee? Thy will, not mine, be done. These are thoughts which must go with us constantly. We can exercise our willpower along this line, all we wish. It is the proper use of the will. Um, <laughs> so I I think there's no accidents in God's universe, and I'm really glad that I get to share on this paragraph. Um, I looked up, I've got this old, like, big book dictionary Um uh, and it talks about you know what different words mean. And laurels are past achievements, past attainments, accomplishments, or deeds. And um, you know I'm a person. This is my fourth time being recovered. Um, the first time I had two years abstinence. The next two years, and the next five years. Um, and I did exactly what this paragraph cautions not to do, which is that I rested on my past accomplishments, my past achievements. I thought, you know, having a certain amount of time away from the behaviors um, meant that and the foods meant that I was okay, I was safe. And, you know, it's it's funny looking back on it now, um, because if my problem is a memory problem, right, like the memory of the last binge is not going to keep me from binging, well, the memory of the last you know my past accomplishments, my past spiritual um you know connections or or, or moments or experiences isn't going to stop me either um but this tells me what will you know it's it's a daily reprieve um but there's you know there's a condition that I have to maintain my spiritual condition if I hope to have permanent you know one day at a time recovery and um and for me, you know, there's great hope in that, but there's also great humility in that. Like the fact that um, I have experienced long, long stretches of abstinence followed by catastrophic relapses. And there are other people on this line um, who've had this the same experience. And, and, I, and I really, I appreciate that because it's a reminder that we all suffer from the exact same disease and we're all... Just, you know, I, uh, if 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 I don't align myself to a power greater than myself, you know, I, I will be back in the food. You know, that's a promise for sure, a negative promise. And um, just the last thing I want to touch on is is this reminder that actually, like, my will is not the problem. It's the power that I choose to align myself with day in and day out. So if I align myself with the power of the disease, It will take me and I will exercise my will along those lines, um, you know, kind of until until something saves me from myself or I die. Um, But if I choose to align myself with a power greater than myself, which I conceive of, which exists within me and in this world, you know, and which wants only love for me, like, then that will take me and that will do incredible things with me and I get to bear witness to those things and be an example and a light for others. Um, So that's my time and I'd love to hear um, what others have to share. But thanks so much for the opportunity to do service.
0: Thank you, Dara. Appreciate it. So now we're gonna open up the lines for sharing. And uh, although we value experience, we ask that you limit your share to every third day in order that others might share their experience too. So if you shared yesterday or um, Friday, please step back and now others to get a shot to share. So who would like to share on page 85? Reggie.
4: Reg- L- e. Christina.
0: Okay. L. Okay, okay, hold on, hold on. I got Reggie.
5: Uh, Reggie O.
0: Oh, Reggie O. And then there uh, was it. That one? That's about all I really heard.
6: Linda D. All
0: right, Linda. We got Linda D. Who Allison
7: else? L. Allison. Christina J.
0: Christina. Who else? I know there was a lot of people there, so
6: Amy G. Tanya D.
0: A- Amy and Tanya D. D yeah, Tanya D, okay. Who else? Let's keep it on On M. On, okay. Two more. Kathy S. Kathy. Crystal P. And Crystal. That's sorry I didn't catch everybody. But all right, we got a great list. Reggie O, Linda D. al L, Christina J, Amy G, Tanya D, Anna M, Kathy S, and Crystal P. Reggie, you are on.
8: Hi, thank you so much for your service, everybody that's on the call this morning. My name is Reggie O, and I am so very gratefully recovered this morning. <clears throat> I I uh and I'm so grateful for this paragraph and this reminder, you know. I, uh, I I was lying in bed doing my morning prayers this morning and I got a call from my uh, I got a call from my niece, my sister's uh daughter. Uh telling me my sister's been on the ventilator with COVID for about four weeks. Um, four weeks today, I think it is. And uh, they called uh, They called my niece this morning to say, you know, it's time for the family to come in. Um, so she called me and, uh, uh, and I got up and uh, took my dog out, and, you know, ready and was on the call. And by the time I got on the call, uh my two nieces, her two daughters were there and uh, in the room and I zoomed in. And my sister's numbers had improved, you know, and that has happened. I think this is the third time that's happened in the first, uh, you know, in the past four weeks that she's been on the ventilator. and uh, And, you know, I'm looking at this and if I, and I, I have been, you know, I've been recovered. I've been working this and living this for these past four weeks. And if I hadn't, you know, I don't, I don't know where I would be today, but I certainly wouldn't be able to be there for my sister, whatever condition she's in. I wouldn't be able to be there for my nieces. And I would just be a weird basket case, you know, and, uh, and I have been able to in these past four weeks, as challenging as it's been sometimes, um, you know, I've been able to pray in the morning, be on these calls most mornings, go to the special edition, you know, work with work with sponsees, be there for my niece, be there for my sister, you know, and keep praying and 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 I have to keep in a fit spiritual condition every single day to do that you know it's like and the vision of god's will every day you know i must carry the vision of god's will into all of my activities and those are the primary ones right now you know program my dog child my sister my nieces my family and uh uh and you know with god with god all things are possible and i'm doing it and showing up in a way that i didn't even think was possible for me i'm deeply it's amazing, you know. Deeply grateful, you know. Deeply sad. One minute, deeply grateful. The next, but just continuing to trust and do God's will and and stay in program and stay in prayer and uh I, and I'm 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 really pretty much amazed, you know. It's like this recovery for me. I'm experiencing experiencing the miracle of it. Um, in these weeks. And I've seen so many miracles occur, you know, for my family during this period of time. So um, anyway, that's, that's what I wanted to share. And I uh, just thank you all for being here and there and, uh, and that we all do this together almost, you know, every day. And I'll pass with that.
0: Thank you, Reggie. Next up is Linda D. Followed by Allison El.
6: Hello. Hi everybody. It's Linda D from Connecticut. Thanks for your service, Russ. You're a joy. What a beautiful share that was. Beautiful. I pray for you, my dear, and your fam and your puppy. Um brings me to tears. I really care about people today. And that's because of this program. What is the um The program has given me God. That's an incredible, incredible thing. Uh, It says a spiritual program of action. What would the action be? For me, it's surrender to what's right in front of me. I have a choice. I either accept it or I run away, hide in food. That's it. I'm dead in the water. And by accepting it and walking through it, God works through me, as well as other people, listening to the guidance, going one one inch at a time through some pretty terrifically horrible stuff at times, I come out on the other side stronger, able to cope, happy, grateful to be alive. So, so grateful. And with that, I pass.
0: Thanks, Linda. Next up is Allison L, followed by Christina J.
7: Hey, good morning. Thanks, Russ. This is Allison L. I'm a recovered compulsive overeater uh, in South Carolina. Um, so this paragraph, to me, what it's talking about—the spiritual program of action—is exactly the very specific instructions that I've been given up to this point on how to maintain my spiritual condition. So it is, you know, when I'm resentful, selfish, dishonest, afraid, what do I do with that? Um, I can't rest on my laurels. I can't say, well, I've cleaned up um, and now I just carry on with living like I did before. And I pray from time to time. No, any time that I am feeling disturbed, I need to take a look at that. And I can't justify or rationalize anymore. Like, yes, I'm resentful at my five-year-old. I know that it's not logical, but I have to maintain my spiritual condition by taking a look at why am I resentful at my five-year-old? What What is my fear here? Um, and then I say my prayers that go along with that, asking for it to be removed, look at how am I being selfish, dishonest, um, self-seeking, and then I share it with someone. And then I turn around and I help someone else and get my thinking off myself, resolutely turn my thinking to someone that I can help. That's how I maintain my spiritual condition every day. That's how I carry the vision of God's will into my activities um, that's how i I do God's will and not mine, um, so I can exercise my willpower along this particular line. That's the proper use of my will by um, keeping this spiritual condition day by day um i can't um, I can't just go back to floating through life um, and not not connecting with people in program, not being honest about all the little nuanced um, irritations that I have throughout my day, they all matter. They all build. Um, resting on my laurels would be not addressing those things, not following the specific instructions that I have been given up to this point on how I carry on and be free and maintain my spiritual condition. So that's my work every day. Um, with that, I'm going to go ahead and pass. Thank you, Russ.
0: You got it, awesome. Appreciate it all right next up is christina j by amy j
9: good morning russ good morning everyone christina j from the state of washington recovered for today recovered neutral around food even though like many others have already shared on the line i'm going through some shit, and uh it's damned uncomfortable i'm feeling my feelings like i've never felt them before i'm facing some deep PTSD from my childhood that's coming up around an activity that's going on in our life. And I didn't know what it was. It's been gripping me at night. And I realized that a lot of earthquakes that happened in my childhood through my teens, uh, this particular thing we're doing is activating those earthquakes. And that child within me is going, what the hell is going on? Again, you're doing this Again. And I don't want the food. That's the damn miracle. I've not even thought about the food. What? How can I carry God's will into this? Every day I must sit in my chair, pray, meditate, surrender it to him. My meditation is very off because my brain is going crazy, but I can write, I can pray, and what do I got? I got my fellows. And before this program, I didn't have friends in program that understood me. And I can encourage anyone out there that's resistant to making calls or building that God squad, put that disease voice out of your head because when you start to get recovered in a deep way and this stuff starts coming up that God wants us to deal with and clean out, you're going to need those fellows, those people you can trust and call. This is a day I must carry the vision of God's will into all my activities what would he have me do, walk around in fear, crunched over, not isolating in my fears? No. If I do that, I'm headed for trouble because i got a subtle foe on my back just waiting for that moment when I'm going to not make the call, when I'm going to entertain possibly eating more of my abstinent food. I'm not cured of this thing. I got this daily reprieve, and this program has given me huge gifts to make it through these mountains. I must climb in life. I'm human. If I was free of all my shit, if I was perfect, I think God might take me home. But he's still got a lot of house cleaning to do in me. Some days I have a complete sunlight of the Spirit shining in. I feel great. And then God says, okay, we're going to get to some of that deeper dust in your heart, and we're going to clean that out now. Those old jars of shit you've been storing in the corner, we're going to get them out. We're going to air them out. And it's not pleasant. It's painful. But That's all right. I got you. I got God. I got these steps. You know, I got what it takes today to go with life on life's terms. These thoughts must go with me constantly. I must pause. I must call God in. I must bow my head. And you know what this shit does? It pushes me to God. And he knows that. It pushes me to God. He doesn't give me everything I want right now. He holds it out here. He makes me come to him. This is the great gift. Without this, I got nothing, people. Love you all. Thank you for letting me share.
0: Thanks, Christina. Before we get Amy up, I just want to let you know, if you hopped on a little late, we're into Action, page 85, first paragraph, middle of the page. It is easy to let up on the spiritual program of Action. We just read in one paragraph. So next up is Amy G. followed by Tanya D. Hey,
10: Russ. My name's Amy G. I'm a recovered compulsive eater from Maryland. Wow, what an awesome meeting. I'm just so sucked into everyone's shares. I pretty much forgot exactly (laughs) what I wanted to say. Don't you love it when that happens? Oh, my gosh, I feel like such a spiritual... Many compared to the last folks that shared, but you know what? That's a great thing because today is what we have, a daily reprieve. I think that's such an important word for me. My sponsor, my first sponsor used to say to me, the one who got up earliest this morning is the one who has the most abstinence. It's a one day at a time program. We work our spiritual disciplines on a daily basis. And I've been blessed to be in this program for a couple of decades now. And, you know, just to say, in all honesty, just because I've been around for a while doesn't mean that I am always talking from a spiritual mountaintop. When they say spiritual disciplines, daily reprieve, I'll be honest with you, there are days where You know, I'll come down to prayer and meditation, kicking and screaming, but I know it's what I need to do for me. There are days when I come running downstairs to pray and meditate and work my 11th step or talk to my God squad. And then there are days where I'm like, ah, you know, but that's why they call it spiritual disciplines, because these are the tools for which I live my life and try to find God's will for me. I mean, never in my wildest imagining when I wake up in the morning and say, when I was in active addiction, okay, God, what is your will for me today? I mean, how amazing is that, that I get the opportunity to be able to serve my higher power, my higher power that has done so much for me, that has saved and transformed my life through this program. Then this whole thing about your will, I mean, all of that takes will. There's a famous saying in AA, if your ass falls off, pick it up and take it to a meeting. You can only coast downhill. And we have to use, I have to use my willpower to do that. There's a great quote in page 40 in the AA 12 and 12 in step three. It says, it is when we try to make our will conform with God's that we begin to use it rightly. To all of us, this was a most wonderful revelation. Our whole trouble had been the misuse of willpower. We had tried to bombard our problems with it instead of attempting to bring it in agreement with God's intention for us. To make this increasingly possible is the purpose of AA's twelve steps. So every day I have a choice. I have a choice to surrender to my powerlessness in step one and then to take the action choice to take the action steps. and to do that is an act an exertion of my own will. and I can use that as I can use um, as it says at the bottom of the paragraph, it is the proper use of the will, and it certainly served me for a few twenty four hours. I'm so blessed to have this program and you all. Thank you so much. And with that, I'll pass.
0: Thanks, Jane. Appreciate it. Next up is Tanya D, followed by Ann M.
11: Hi, can you hear me?
0: Perfect. Yep.
11: Oh, uh, this is uh, Tanya D, recovered uh, compulsive overeater. Um, totally need to uh, hear this uh, paragraph. I can attest that it is easy to let up on the spiritual program of action and rest on our laurels. You know once the food is down and I feel neutral about it and my life gets full, um, you know I never really like wake up in the morning like oh you know I'd love to go to a meeting today. I mean I kind of wish that was the case but um I come to the program because I know I still need it. And also, you know, like my experience is that I can skip a day of meditation. I can skip two days of meditation. You know, I can probably skip a week of meditation and keep my abstinence. And and that's also the problem because it also makes it tempting um to skip, right? Like um I'm grateful that I've never relapsed myself, but I've heard enough stories of relapse and they're what keep me um, you know, working this program even when I don't um, feel like I uh, need to because I know that food is a subtle foe and it's not like you know skipping one day of meditation or skipping one tenth step is gonna put me you know head first in uh, cake Um, but it will come eventually it will come subtly uh, and um, I know that I need to do um, what I know keeps um, the food at bay, Um, and you know, that's not to say I work my program perfectly. I've been around for a long time and sometimes I wonder like man like how did I stay abstinent, you know, um, through that? Um, And the truth is I don't want to find out what is the lowest bare minimum I need to do to keep my abstinence. Um, Because that's kind of, you know, what I did with the food. It's like having, um, you know, an itch. scratching it and say oh you know I scratched it a little bit and it's still fine and then scratching it some more and scratching it some more and then next thing I know you know my um, the mosquito bite is bleeding I'm like oh how did this happen and you know and it happened because I was messing around with something until it broke, right? And uh, and that's what I want to remember um, for myself today, is I don't want to mess around with my program until my abstinence breaks, right? I want to, you know, I don't know what the bare minimum for me is, but I don't want to be at the bare minimum. And I'm grateful to, to not be there today, um, you know, because um, I know that my disease is out there doing pushups, and that means I need to keep hearing messages like these. Uh, and you know, hearing what happens if I um, let go of my disciplines, and if I don't consciously—like I have to consciously keep trying to maintain my disciplines. Otherwise, my experience, at least, is that I will find reasons not to meditate, or not to write, or not to come to a meeting, or not to make a phone call, uh, and uh, so on. Uh, thanks for letting me share. and With that, I'll pass.
0: Thank you, Tony. Next up is Anne M.
12: Hi, Russ, this is Anne M here, recovered compulsive overeater from Ireland. Can I be heard OK? Oh, yeah, perfect. Brilliant. Thank you so much, Russ. And thanks for taking the meeting. And uh, yeah, powerful sharing. And uh, I love this. It's a warning for me, you know, and some big truths here as well. Um yeah, and just, you know, bring it to the step. It's step 10 and you know the principle behind step ten is perseverance, and uh, I don't like that word. You know, it just found it feels or sounds a little bit, you know, too uphill or too like trudging. That word trudging, but you know, it's about continue. And uh, yeah, like we shared, you know, it's a daily reprieve, and uh, it is contingent on my on my spiritual condition. You know, and and it's it's just bringing me back to um. Jim and more about alcoholism, you know, where he failed to enlarge his spiritual life through work and self sacrifice for others, and uh, this just really, you know, shows me why I do this and why I continue to do it because, yeah, I go back to the food if I if I don't continue, and that's what I need to do, um, yeah, and it's just you know I'm not cured, and the reality is I'm not cured. It's a daily reprieve, and um you know my, my my belief in that is you know my higher power kept this as it is you know i'm not cured for a reason because for me i will just take the take the gold and run and uh you know since i have to you know i come out of my isolation and stay connected to my fellows to stay recovered you know that keeps me coming back so it's a daily reprieve for me and again like we shared you know it's um it's every day you know every day is a day we must carry the vision of God's will into all our activities and yeah it's um and the proper use of the will and you know like we shared it's every day it's every day and I've been going through you know like I shared with other members you know a lot of very trying times and you know huge amount of yeah challenge in my life for for you know over a period of time now and you know it's always it's the food is is neutral around food is one thing, but just having you know emotional sobriety and you know I just I just know I can't have emotional sobriety without doing step tens and you know I want to do it and I want to stay connected to my higher power and that takes work you know but when you're when it's all fine for me but when I'm challenged or you know when I feel a bit lost or. A little bit down or there's something going on that's big, you know that's the trying time that's when I need to pick up this you know Kish and 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 just you know take the actions and keep keep doing what I'm doing, staying close to my higher power and helping others and you know taking 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 down my you know step ten sheets and 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 just keep going because that's the only way I can I can stay recovered just for today with that I passed and thanks again, Russ, for taking the meeting.
0: Thank you, John. Next up is Kathy S. Filed by Crystal P.
13: Thanks, Russ. This is Kathy S., recovered compulsive overeater from Georgia. And um, yeah, this paragraph totally is, it was my experience. And, um, you know, I had worked the 12 steps, I had a spiritual experience in step nine, and uh, then all of a sudden for 10 11 and 12 i brought in this idea of half measures i was resistant to doing 10 steps and um you know i would try to convince myself i'm not mad i'm not mad because i didn't want to have to do it i was um you know scared to make outreach calls i tried to sponsor i was so full of fear and and then i started using other tools to try to control my emotional nature like cutting back on my food and, and increasing exercise and and lo and behold, then all of a sudden I was restless, irritable, discontent, the food was calling, and I was like reaching out to my sponsor in a panic. You know, I didn't know what to do. And and so my next course of action was to start over and to work the program um, in a much more disciplined way. And in that process, I had to learn to really take instruction, to put down my ideas and just to listen to my sponsor. And. And uh, I was broken of self-will, of self-effort, but I learned a lot of authentic truth about myself. I ended up leaving because I I was just, I was so broken. and, And I got, and eventually the food, however, brought me back. And I came back into this program desperate, dying, but so, and even barely willing, I should say, at that point. I wasn't even sure if it would work, but as we, when, by the time I got to this step, 10 steps and working 10, 11, and 12 on a daily basis has been a game changer for me. Um, it I do understand that I am not cured, that I have a daily reprieve, and it's, a, it's about clearing up my emotional nature, which it's so easy in my human nature to just let up, And um, but I, I can't do that today. I can't hold a grudge. I can't act on my fear. I can't hide. I can't try to prove or use other methods of control because it just doesn't work. But when I come to God, when I through the process of the 10th Steps, and you know, I, it, it's just it's miraculous. I, I get right turned right back around, and I am actually able to turn to God to say with confidence, "Thy will, not mine, be done." And and look to be of service, even when it's uncomfortable. How can I best serve you, God, and others? and And it comes through this process even in even in my spiritual work, you know spiritual um resources to rejoice always to pray continuously and give thanks in all circumstances. I can see everything through a new perspective with the help of a tenth step and my fellows, you know that God is good and and uh so. So is this program. I just so Fine. appreciate this fellowship and this opportunity. Thanks for letting me share. Bye. I pass.
0: Thanks, Kathy. Next up is Crystal P. And then we're going to take another list.
14: Hi, good morning. This is Crystal P., Recovered Compulsive overeater from Toronto, Canada. I think for me, the way that I let up on my spiritual, um, uh, on my program of spiritual recovery is I I start to look at, The things that I do in program as a rule, as a rule or as a checklist, I start to do them just like I have these ten things I need to get done today, and as long as I get those things done, I'm good. You know, I'm I'm safe, Um, and I stop putting my heart into those things. Like I know um, earlier this year, I found that I I would call into vision meetings, but then I'd be scrolling on Amazon while I'm listening. You know, or I was making outreach calls, but it was just, I, I had to make one outreach call a day. So just one and not one more. And just, you know, call someone that I know will pick up and just have a quick conversation with them. And there was no heart in any of these things. And the other way that I let up on my, uh, on the spiritual program of recovery is where I ignore what God is asking me to do right now. How God is getting me to grow in my relationship with him right now. And sometimes it's being honest and surrendering the, the new thing that's in my life. Sometimes it's, I know for a while God's been trying to get my attention to say, I want you to do two-way prayer, and I've just been ignoring him. When I do these things, honestly, I don't need any police. I don't need my sponsor to be my police. I don't need anybody to be a police, because when I was doing that, and under like a week or two, I'm in full-scale mental insanity all over again, you know, and this line about alcoholism, we were never cured of it. And to live in an alcoholic brain for me is unbearable, unbearable. In two weeks of listening to Vision for You while scrolling through Amazon, I was just in so much of self-pity and and sadness and anger and just just all of my alcoholic uh, character defects, you know, and I can't bear that anymore. And so what I found is it doesn't matter for me you know, uh, being rigorous about my program of recovery is not about doing 100,000 things every day. It's about putting my heart and soul into the things that I'm doing. And it doesn't matter if I do 100 things, if I'm not doing the one thing that God is asking me to do today, if I'm not being honest about the one thing and surrendering the one thing that he wants me to do today. And what I've also learned in recovery is that I don't need to live by a rule list anymore because that, and it's not that I don't do the work, I do all the work, but It's that I don't see it as I have to. I don't have to. Yes, I do have to bring the vision of, uh, you know, God into every aspect of my day. But more importantly, I get to. It is my honor and privilege. I'm the luckiest woman in the world that I have a disease that's trying to kill me. And I am alive and happy today because I get to bring the vision of God into every aspect of my life. I get to do these things. They're not a question when I wake up in the morning. Am I going to pray today? When am I going to pray today? Am I going to call someone? It's like oxygen. It's like putting on my underwear. There's no, I don't wake up in the morning and think like, oh, should I put on my underwear today? Like, well, when should I do it? It's just, no, it, it just gets done because it's like oxygen. It's just how I live today. And it's a privilege that I get to live this way. And all I have to do is right. to put my heart and soul into it. Thanks for letting me share it. Thanks,
0: Crystal. Okay, we, we're going to have... Probably the time for about four more. We're on into action, page eighty-five, first paragraph, just yes, for that paragraph. Who would like to share on that?
15: Davilyn E.
0: Davylin.
1: Kelly.
15: f
0: yeah. All right, Kelly.
15: Donna M. Emily B.
0: Okay, that's we're gonna have to go with that. Donna is it Donna M and was that Emily? Emily. Okay, so
6: there's our four. That
0: one, Kelly, Donna, Emily. That one, you're up.
6: Start one. That one. Can I be her dress?
0: Yep.
4: Thank you. Okay. First of all, my sincere apologies. I didn't show up on time this morning to sign in for reading the steps. My apologies, Russ and Team Tuesday. And the same thing happened to me that happened to me a month ago when I had a relapse. I was caught up in the doing, in the self, in the self-will of doing, not in the being in every moment. And I forgot to bring God into my life and I relapsed. Because I wasn't checking with God and everything I was doing. I was just so busy being the best davelin, impressing people, doing what I needed to do. I was running on my will instead of God's will. And so this paragraph is incredibly important. I can't rest on any laurels that I have. And I need my God every day, and I am so grateful for having God in all the parts of my day. So with that, I will pass and again, my apologies to team Tuesday pass.
0: Thank you, dad one. Next up, we have Kelly s
16: hey guys uh it's Kelly s recovered compulsive overeater in bla in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Thanks for meeting us. You're doing a great job as usual. So, um, yeah, I really wanted to share on this paragraph because um, so much has been said that I totally related to and um, was a big, huge part of my relapse um, a year ago. So I just wanted to be honest and share about that. You know, it's like, you know, it's like I, my, my default switch is self reliance. And I go always go back to that. It doesn't matter how much we know. You know, it's like, I know this is in a checklist. I'm not doing a checklist, but as I've, you know, heard others share, I'm doing a checklist, you know, making sure I'm getting all my things done. And, you know, I'm sponsoring people and, you know, I'm moderating, I'm, I'm sharing on meetings, I'm doing all this service. And I think the part that, um, you know, I really needed to see for me was, you know, the spiritual program. What is the spiritual program? It's about living this life differently. This is a daily reprieve contingent on the maintenance of our spiritual condition. Every day is a day we must carry the vision of God's will into all of our activities, not just in these rooms, right? And I always love the part, it's back on page 19, I keep it dog-eared, about a much more important demonstration of our principles, our spiritual principles lies before us, in our respective homes, occupations, and affairs. So am I having this personality change? Am I showing up different? You know, um, how can I best serve thee? Well, it doesn't serve God very well if I'm just doing my checklist and I'm going out in the world and I don't, you know, I'm not showing up different. I'm not being of service in every area of my life. And, you know, it says, um, I love that, you know, Amy shared that about, you know, conforming God's will. We must do this constantly, exercise our willpower along this line, the populace of will, what does that mean? It's an action plan for me. God doesn't make me neutral, but I have a food plan. My sponsors taught me, yeah, God's not going to just, I can't work on my selfishness, right? I can't make those defects go away, but I can have a behavior plan today of how I'm going to show up different, you know, to show up as the light at my work, to not go in gossiping and being negative and, and character assassinating And, you know, I have an action plan to show up different with my family today. And, yes, I falter. I'm going to tell you guys, family, coworkers, it's tough. But every day I have to do this work. Every day it's about spiritual principles, the entire psychic change, the personality change, that it's keeping me close to God because I don't eventually pick up food. This is the last thing to go. So that was the part I was missing, you know. Um, I can do all the work I want in the room, but what am I doing when I walk out of here? And I go out to the world with God's kids. And with that I pass. Thanks, Russ.
0: Thanks, Kel. Appreciate it. Next up is Donna M, followed by Emily Pig.
15: Is it me, Russ? Donna Manny? Donna M.
0: Yeah. You are up. Yep.
15: Okay. I'm Donna M, compulsive over from Toronto, Canada. And I'm grateful to be on the line to share today. I related to a lot that people have already shared. Um, and one of the things I related to um, was being distracted and um, doing it when I'm listening to meetings and, and doing and using program as a checklist, not giving it my all um, the part that talks about um, it is a proper use of will, thy, thy will not mine be done. Last week, um, I had a thought that after a disagreement with my husband, during a disagreement with my husband, it was perfectly to, okay to record that disagreement and play it back to him um, at another time and Thankful during my step eleven i got I got to see um that I wasn't using the principles of honesty. I was being dishonest and and so i i i just i discarded that um, but it is it is in the moment you know in that moment did I ask God thy will not mine be done no, I wanted my own my own will in the moment. But I am so, so grateful um, that this is a program where I observe and correct. And for connection due, with my higher power, um, I, I get to do it better next time. Um, and I'm, I'm just so grateful to be in recovery today because for years, I, I would let upon my laurels. And what did that get me? No, that got me relapsed time and time after uh, again. So this is a good reminder for me that yes, I am working my program, but am I truly connecting? Um, thank you. I'll pass.
0: Thank you, Donna. Next up is Emily P. Or I'm, I think it's Emily. P.
17: <laughs> It's uh Emily D as in dog um yeah. in Chicago. Thanks Russ, for taking the meeting. Um and hi family, really grateful to be here and to share on the line this morning. You know, I I I in my disease and if you're new, um and even if you're not, you I'm sure you relate to this when things are working is when I start to, to mess around um, and to think like, well, what, if, what about this and what about that? And maybe I don't need this and I titrate and I amplify and I get, I get, I get in the way, right? I start to become um, the director and the actor. And I think when I read spiritual program of action, I mean, OA taught me how to take action I think, and and stick with something. It has built my self-esteem because I show up every day imperfectly, right? Because this is the part we get to do imperfectly. Spiritual progress, not perfection. There are days where I don't meditate. And then I get to have the experience God teaches me, like, oh, yeah. You know, that it feels a certain way when I don't have quiet time. That's just me being teachable, You know, I'm not perfect. I'm not going to get it right every day. The prayers are going to change. You know, I might get crystals and tarot cards and all these other outside issues, right? I might try. And God will always bring me back so long as I have this open mind and open heart to keep taking action. And I think, you know, early on in recovery, I needed a checklist. I needed you to tell me what to do because I didn't know, I had tried everything. This was the last house on the block. <laughs> I had failed miserably. And I didn't wanna take any of your suggestions because it was hard. It was a lot of work to call people. Um, but I think, you know, a program of action, like thank God, because the yield on that action, I promise if you're struggling or suffering, if you do the things that someone who's come before you tells you to do, you will get freedom. I mean, if it happened for me, it can, happen. it can happen for any one of us. And so I think, you know, yes, all the emotional unrest, the anxiety, anger, fear, resentment still comes up for me for sure. The difference is today I've got a whole toolbox that I can go to to work through it, not stay stuck in it. And, and that's just a miracle. So with that all passed, have a great day, everybody.
0: Thanks um, Emily. We, we have time for one more, one more share. Who would like to take that time? Chris G. All right, Chris, you are up.
18: Thank you. Thank you, Russ. Um, this is Chris G and I live in Tennessee, and I am grateful this morning for everybody that shared. It's been a great meeting and, and thank you. And, um, what's, uh in, in the first reading of this uh uh there's so much we could we could do a whole meeting on every sentence but it, the words that stuck out to me was maintenance and uh, uh and god's will into all my activities and exercise so um action 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 maintenance i can't do ahead of time uh i have a squeaky uh, cabinet, and I have to put something on it. Well, then I have another squeaky cabinet, and I have to put something on that. Then I have another squeaky. I can't. I, I guess I could go around and put put the WD-40 on all the cabinets at one time, and maybe maybe I might hit the right spot. But really, I have to pay attention to where the squeak is, and 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 treat the treat the squeak as it comes up. And also, if I don't put the wd-40 on my squeaky cabinets eventually it will affect others if i don't exercise on a daily basis eventually i won't be able to uh uh, walk up the steps um and um so uh, i have to do it daily uh god's will into all my activities i have to look for god's will i have to look i have to look for honesty i have to look for god's will um, I noticed um, that I had opportunities to help others, uh, not just in the program. I had opportunities to help others outside the program, family friends. but God gave me the opportunities i couldn 't I could only respond to other people 's needs. I could not make the good communication happen and so um, maintenance exercise, and god 's will into all my activities, I have to ask myself where. Where is uh where is God's will in this day? And with that I pass.
0: Thank you, Chris. We actually uh let's close it out. I was gonna squeeze another one in there, but we we'll close it out. So thank you, Chris. You're our last share. We thank you, everyone who shared who did service on this meeting. Please join us for a second unrecorded hour so immediately following the closing of this meeting. So, the share ID for today, September 21st, 2021, is 17,778. So, that's 17,778. A lot of sevens there. Okay. We will now close with the reading from the big book on page 164, followed by the Serenity Prayer. Uh, Lauren M., would you please read A Vision for You? Our book is meant to be suggested only.
5: Yes, Russ, it's Lauren N., compulsive overeater, sugar addict from New York. Our book is meant to be suggestive only. We realize we know only a little. God will constantly disclose more to you and to us. Ask him in your morning meditation what you can do for each day for the man who is still sick. The answers will come if your own house is in order. But obviously you cannot transmit something you haven't got.